What's up everyone, it's Luke here from the Surface and Tech Podcast. This week we're talking about something I'm sure we can all relate to, and that's mindful tech use and unhealthy tech habits. Along with Missa, Jet and Ali, this week we'll discuss everything from my unhealthy obsession with checking work emails, to the huge range of ergo accessories and software that help keep your mind and body tech healthy. It's my favorite discussion so far, and I'm sure you'll enjoy it too. Enjoy. Here we go, welcome back to the Surface and Tech Podcast. It's been so long. And I'm so excited to finally be back chatting to you three legends. Um, how's everybody doing? Woo. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Thanks, pretty good. I love cool. being so, a legend. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we'll, we'll start off with uh, start on a high. Get everybody pumped up for, uh, for the first episode in a while. Um, so let's get everybody introduced. It's the, it's the usual faces, but we've got, um, uh, we've got Ali from Canberra. How's it going, Ali? Look, not too bad at all. A lot of product launches. Really, really excited about them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we've. It's been. That's actually been the reason why we haven't been able to do this for a couple of weeks, just because we've been so busy out in stores with uh, product launches. We've had the uh, yeah the laptop go launch. We've had um, the the series uh, X and series S, and it's been just manic uh, everywhere. So, um, what it, what's uh, what's it looking like out in store alley at the moment? Are people excited? Is there a lot of good feedback on the new products? Oh yeah, Surface Laptop Go. A lot of good feedback, especially mm. at um at the price point it's competing at. Uh, it it um it works out well when you're looking at um OEMs and devices like the MacBook Air, which are really popular with you know high school and university students. It yeah. compares really well with them in terms of Series X and Series S. As I'm sure the story is everywhere else, completely sold out. Plenty of people asking about them. <laughs> uh, stock is kind of hard to come by, but hopefully that improve that situation improves the next little bit. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. How about you, Jet? Is it the same story or uh, slightly different for you <laughs> for you out in store? No, much the same with the um, the laptop Go. Everyone loves it. Like the staff were just blown away at how we were able to keep the build quality, but just like make it smaller and keep the, yeah. and lower the price. Like that's just insane. Yeah. Um, but with Xbox, the biggest draw card, don't get me wrong, the re- console release was amazing, sold out in seconds, really, really cool. Everyone's excited to have controllers back in stock. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Finally. like staff are excited so they don't have to go, ah, oh, we're hoping to get some. Nope, we've got tons of them there. So if anyone needs any, get in store because yeah, yeah. I'm assuming they're not going to last long again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Also, yeah. We we had the. Uh, I didn't actually get to see it see it live, but we had the the launch in uh, Queenstown um, for for Xbox, and they kind of lit the whole kind of waterfront up with green lights, and you could get like green Xbox burgers from like the local kind of famous uh, burger place down there, and it was just yeah, they went they went crazy. It was really cool. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's all on on YouTube and everything. But, uh, how about you, Missa? How I'm sure you've been busy as a master trainer over the last uh, couple of weeks. So busy. When that whenever is there a time when we're not busy? But honestly, no, so this time of year. Um, I think a lot of the tech guys call it like Techtober, like tech season, mm. right? Like it's just crazy. And what I love about it is that it brings the entire community together. Like no matter what is happening, like there's something to yeah. be, you know, excited about. But yeah, super busy. Really excited to see. Um, although if you haven't gotten your hands on a games console, um, you probably have a new wish list for the next few months. But it's really <laughs> exciting to see, like the gaming community community reinvigorated and just having some yeah. fun. Um, and I'm just thinking about that to Christmas. I've got my Christmas holidays booked. I'm ready to play some <laughs> games. I've got like all the EA titles that I want to play. Nice. So that's yeah. that's where I'm at right now. Looking forward to Christmas. But 
really excited to get our like fortnightly therapy session with you guys. I've missed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. I've definitely missed it. Yeah. It's been uh, yeah, been a crazy couple of weeks, but it's been really fun. Um yeah, despite that, we're we're going to be actually talking about something a little bit different mm. to products uh, this week. So um, we're going to be looking at mindful tech, and we're also going to be talking about creating some healthy tech habits. It's something that's been kind of a hot topic <clears throat> recently. Uh, there's there was a big uh, documentary on Netflix about it uh, called The Social Dilemma, which kind of started me off on this whole rabbit hole, looking at um, articles and uh, listening to podcasts about mindful tech and tech habits and uh, you know making sure that everybody's sort of staying safe and and using tech responsibly um and i thought this is a great subject to to bring up with the surfacing tech guys we could talk about this for, for ages so mm -hmm. um i want to kick things off um, i'm sure everybody out there has had some kind of story of um you know creating some kind of unhealthy tech habit that's unhealthy tech habit <laughs> and uh, i want to know what, what your guys stories are so um Let's start with you, Ali. Do you have any kind of story where you thought, you know, maybe I'm getting a little bit sucked in here, maybe something's not, uh, you know, not so healthy? Uh, well, it's funny. The The one that um, I have personally wasn't pointed out by me, the tech guy. It was by my girlfriend, the optometrist. So as everyone else here does, I'm sure, uh, playing on your phone at night, lights are off just a little bit before bed, you know, whether it's watching YouTube, YouTube facebook whatever it might be uh i tend to have the brightness a fair way up just because i mm. prefer it and plus i'm i'm one of those people who's really picky picky about um you know how gorgeous the screen looks so if i have an expensive phone with a nice screen i'm gonna make sure it looks nice right uh, <laughs> yeah exactly um but uh, my girlfriend was laying next to me the other night and she's like, you sh you've got to turn the brightness down and make sure you turn blue filter um, mm -hmm. mode on. And I always thought it was just something to, you know, make sure your sleeping bat patterns stay the same. But no, uh, the bright light, um, uh, if you use it excessively over time, it will actually blind a certain part of your eye and you go blind oh, wow. um, a lot a lot younger than you're meant to. Uh, basically, yeah. she scared me enough to not do that anymore. But um, <laughs> that, that, that's my tech, uh, that's my tech um, unhealthy habit, which I've mm. recently broken. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm going to consider that now, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, I think everyone's going to start considering that. So, you, so you've just, uh, do you put like a blue light filter on or do you just kind of stay away? You know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> blue light filter and just turn the screen brightness down to mm. its lowest setting. Does yeah. it look as good? No, everything looks orange, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, it means I don't go blind, so <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> it's, it's worth it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, I think it's worth the trade off. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Jet? Have you got a similar story? Uh, oh yeah, there's pl there's plenty of things. I I get addicted to things uh, very quickly, and uh, that's part of tech is there's always something new and it's it's good and so youtube has been my thing that i just constantly get back and get hooked on and like as you said talk techtober no better time to be on youtube like everyone's mm. doing reviews every day there's new products it's exciting um but i found that i was losing like an hour or two every day in youtube just looking just yeah. trying to keep up with all the new tech stuff or uh and or you just go down the rabbit hole as you said whenever you find a new topic it's like oh that's a cool piece of tech i've never seen before how does that work in every other country and <laughs> every other device and accessory and everything else um yeah. but i actually used another app to help me cut down so oh. i just found an app that basically just blocks youtube uh during certain times of the day 
which mm. was so good because like I can still watch it. I don't want to stop myself watching it. It's really cool and I get a lot of good stuff from it. Um, mm. But I can only watch it in the morning on commute or after work or after I've oh, wow. gone through my day. So mm. Saturday morning, I can watch some in the morning and I can watch some at night. But throughout the day, go do stuff. And yeah. um, it's been really good for me. So, yeah, I still get I'm not missing anything. I don't feel like I'm missing anything. Uh, and I get through the whole day and can do a bunch of other stuff instead, which yeah. is cool. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's a good story because that's that is, you know, with our topic being like mindful tech, that is like a mindful step that you've taken to mm -hmm. to kind of look at, uh, you know, what's out there to help you cut down on, on something that yeah. you're not so happy with. So, yeah, awesome. Yeah, I, I would totally agree with YouTube though. Like I've I've done that you know just that just check recommend videos again and again and, and make it very you know. easy yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely yeah uh how about you Nessa? boys mine's a combination of both of yours so <laughs> these are blue light glasses because yeah. i would spend and i've got your youtube beat jet i yeah. went through <laughs> the analytics on my phone and there was a day where i watched 12 hours of youtube um wow well done. And that's Jeez. a regular occurrence <laughs> for me because um, I think we're, we're millennials, right? Like we like to spend our time on the internet. And I think it's yeah. important to recognize it's okay to have fun, but just like things in your life, like it's important to check yourself. And I use YouTube as my primary form of media. So I listen to podcasts mm. on it. I consume content. I educate myself on it. Um, I pay for the full version so that I don't have to have ads and I can have it running in the background. So I know that I'm not actually watching 12 hours of video. I'm consuming 12 hours of content. Whereas maybe 12 hours is a little bit too much. I, I realize that I'm just like, anyone that talks to me will know that I just like love talking about everything and everything. And I think that's probably sometimes my detriment that I don't let myself slow down work or personally. So I've just told myself, look, watch as much YouTube as you want, but maybe not 12 hours um, yeah. and put in some parameters um, for myself around, you know, what's healthy, what's not. Um, but then to that extent is I was actually looking at the screen a lot. So I invested in blue light glasses. Um, I have contacts, I wear prescription glasses, I invested in blue light glasses as well as prescription sunglasses when I'm driving on my commute, like little things that I found that I was giving myself a headache and it all sort of intertwined. My physical and my virtual were really mm. impacting my mental and that's what I wanted to sort of fix. So it's a combination of both, but then I think to supplement both of your ideas that you had, um, a big part for me is actually getting fit and healthy. Um, I think we're going to talk mm. a little bit about accessories, but my favorite thing is using your body, stand up, go for a yep. walk. Um, you can consume YouTube while you're going on a walk. That's totally <laughs> fine too. You know what I mean? So using what's at your disposal and really mm. looking after your, your body, your mind, your physical and your virtual, which um, mm. I know we're going to talk a bunch today. So yeah. yeah. And I think yeah, definitely. Luke, I'd love to hear yours because we think very much alike. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. So I actually have a couple that, and one that sort of popped into my head straight away when when I thought about this. So I'm going to share both of them. One of them slightly wackier than the other one. So I'll share the wacky one first. Um, I don't know if you guys have used MSN Messenger when you were younger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, if you remember when you would talk uh, to people on MSN Messenger, all your chats would move to like the your um, toolbar at the bottom of the of the screen and when someone will reply to you a flash orange um and make that like bloom, bloom, noise kind of thing yeah so i was i remember i was like 16 or something i was on a bus going somewhere and 
um, I looked out the window and the window of like a house that we were going past flashed orange in like in my mind, like the same way that that chat thing does. And I was like, I need to get off MSN Messenger. <laughs> That's the sign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it was just like so real that I was just like, okay, this is, that's really it's strange. It's sort of yeah. like when you hear or you feel the body of the water, like kind of yeah. thing, like when you've been in the beach for too long and you lay down in bed and you like, you feel the water. It's like, it's been in yeah. your life too much that you're starting. It's materializing <laughs> in your life. That's so funny. Yeah. So that, that was the first one that pops into my head and yeah, 100% true. Um, and I thought, yeah, I need to, I need to stop using MSN, but um <laughs> The, the, the second one, um, and I think this is something that a lot of people um, have have issues with, um, particularly when I first started this job as a, as a market manager, um, I would check my work emails a lot, like to the point where I was, it would start like, you know, 5.30, um, you know, kind of end of the day, I'd check my MLC to kind of make sure that everything had been answered and I'd seen everything that had come in that day. Um, and then it got to a point where it was like, 6 30 i'd check again because i had my email on my phone and i just sort of like check again and it kind of became that cycle of i check like instagram facebook check my work emails put my phone away and then take it out half an hour later and do the same thing again um and it just kind of got to a point where i thought well even if i reply to these emails now nothing's actually going to happen until <laughs> until nine o'clock tomorrow morning and it's eating into my kind of personal time with you know doing what i want to do at home so um First of all, I just had to to remove my email from my phone. I thought that was like the best the best thing to do. Um, I think maybe because I was almost like being sneaky about it as well, like kind of tricking myself, like <laughs> kind of you know I'd like to take my phone out, scroll through my apps or whatever, and then I'd be like, I'll just I'll quickly check my email, and then I was like, okay, I'll check. I'm, I, and it's like nothing nothing's coming in at nine o'clock at night <laughs> that I need to check my email for. So. Um, that was my my real big thing, but I removed it from my phone, and that made it a huge difference. Um, and it's just kind of willpower, I guess, just making making sure that I'm not checking between or or after after I finish work, only checking between nine and five or five thirty. Or um, I think you know. that is something that everyone can resonate with. And there's a quote mm. that someone said to me once, and I can't remember who it was, but email is only immediate for the person who sends it. Yeah, but it feels immediate when you receive it, but realistically it's not right. Like it's almost like you send an email, you feel like you've done the job kind of thing. Right. And it's done and you're waiting for, but it's not for the receiver, something that you actually have to immediately action. I think we live in a workplace where mm. we have things like teams that are meant to be for immediate action. Like you need to ask someone a quick question. Great. Emails for, hey, you know, do you mind getting this report to me by X, Y, Z date? And that's the thing. No one's going to send you an email at nine o'clock wanting a response by 9.15 at night. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I think that is something that is truly um, like liberating when you finally get that. Mm. Also, like knowing when and where is right for you. So for yourself, like you want to sign off at five o'clock. But for me, we work in a flexible environment and I have a little signature at the bottom of my email that says I work in an environment that's flexible and I send my emails at a time that suits me. If mm. you know there, it says, I do not expect you to respond until it is appropriate for you. Like I have that yeah. at the end of my email, because if I'm sending emails at 11 o'clock at night, I don't want my receiver thinking that 
I'm stressed out, I'm sending emails. No, it's just yeah. because that's what works for me. And maybe I need to stop working at 11 o'clock at night, but I don't put the onus <laughs> on the person that's receiving it, which I think is a really yeah. healthy habit that I've put in to make sure that the yeah. work that I'm doing doesn't impact others in a really negative way either. Yeah, um, yeah. That, that's a really good point because what the reason that I was doing was it was completely kind of for my own own good the reason I, I was checking because i wanted to make sure i ticked everything off my list basically i wasn't doing it because i wanted to be at the beck and call of anybody emailing me like i wanted to just be uh, you know kind of on top of all my work and just make sure that i wasn't you know getting uh getting swamped or anything and uh but yeah it started to kind of eat into my my personal life a bit and i was like this this has to this has, this has to, stop. to stop yeah <laughs> and i'm proud of you yeah <laughs> thanks very much proud of myself <laughs> It's a hard, uh, hard habit to break, though. Definitely. Um, I think, yeah, this that's kind of that kind of idea of separating work, work life, and uh, home life is actually really important. Especially, you know, we've had a huge thing this year with the the COVID pandemic and a lot of people working from home, um, and that's actually something that a lot of people have had to had to deal with. Um, you know, this kind of idea of um, you're now working in the same place that you're you're spending your personal time. Um, I know, I know, Messi. You've done a lot. Of, you've done a lot of work from home, and you and you still do. Uh, how you? How did you find that? Were you, you know, was it difficult to to transition from work life to home life when you I, were in the same place? <laughs> I, I really think it depends on the type of job that you do, right? And I think it also mm. depends on like what your personal day to day is. And I think I was fortunate enough to work in an environment where we did work from home every now and again before COVID, um, which probably maybe it's a good thing because again you can work flexibly but then also it allows you to work in times that you're, you're not necessarily like you work 8 eight thirty to 5 30 or whatever it is but you know sometimes we go above and beyond and you know i'll sign mm. in at six o'clock as soon as i wake up um but <laughs> as soon as we started working from home i made sure i put some parameters around my day because sometimes when you're going into the office and you want to get a few things done in the morning that's fine but if you do that every single day and you start cutting out the time that you have to listen to the podcast on the way to work or the mm. morning coffee run with your mates um at, from work like if you start to eliminate that you're gonna add more work to your plate and that just introduces um, opportunity for burnout, which mm. we all get during our normal time. We don't wanna um, you know, take on more than we can chew. So I made sure that I put in time for my travel. So if I was going to you know, spend eight, eight o'clock to nine o'clock going into the office, I would go for an eight o'clock to nine o'clock walk and listen to a podcast. Um, mm. I would then take my morning meeting and do it at the cafe while I'm ordering my coffee because it doesn't require me to present anything. Like I would make those conscious decisions to make sure I introduce little, making sure I book time in for lunch, which is, if you know me, That's I never eat lunch, one. but I actually physically <laughs> have to put time in for lunch. And I think putting in those normalcies was a really easy thing for me. Um, but I also think it really depended on how you worked, recognizing when and where. And a big thing for me was just like, I hate sitting down while working all day. So you'll find mm. me just like on a walk, taking calls. Yeah. Um, so I really, I did have to make sure I didn't sacrifice any of my personal life. Um, although I love my job and I'll do it, you know, out of hours, I want to make sure that I give my time back to myself and my family. Um, so yeah. that's definitely what I did. But I'm interested to see because um, you guys are often in field and the dynamic of working from home was a little bit different. I'm interested to hear your guys' perspective as well, Luke in mm. particular. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. So I, I went from, I mean, if we go right back to the beginning, like I went from being out in store all day, every day to then being at home all day, every day. Um, and it was, it was difficult to, to sort of make that transition, uh, transition. I think, yeah, you've kind of covered everything that I sort of put Sorry. in for myself as well. Like, um, never let me go first. I just talk, before <laughs> <we> talk. <laughs> but, uh, no, that, that thing of, um, making sure you take time for lunch, making sure you take that like hour or whatever so that you can actually, and to like get away from your emails as well and get away from your reporting and do something during your lunchtime as well. Like uh, if it is just go for a walk or um, maybe just sit down somewhere, you know, just away from work. Um, and that's actually something that I try to do now that I'm back out as well. So it's actually kind of reverse. I've taken like a habit I've made from work from home into going back out into the world. So, um, kind of, uh, yeah, taking that hour to be like, okay, I'm going to go and sit in like a cafe or a you know, coffee shop or, you know, where I'm going to have something and I'm going to leave my phone behind and I'm just like, I kind of look like a bit of a, a loner kind of sat there just by myself. But, um, Happy loner. It, it's, <laughs> but, yeah, it's, uh, it's good. It's good to just kind of switch off a little bit. And it makes my, uh, I think I'm a lot more productive when I get back to work as well because I haven't uh, spent the whole time checking emails or, finishing off reports or something like that. Like I'm making sure I'm putting a hard stop in and then I'm having my lunch and then I'm, I'm carrying on. But um, okay. yeah, I know Ali, you've got, um, oh, go on. I just wanted to add, this podcast is something that we've done since COVID and I've gotten to know you guys a lot and it's really wonderful. Mm -hmm. But Luke, I've noticed a tremendous difference in just your, you know, I think a weight's been lifted since you've been putting <laughs> in those things, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> Not to say that you were like, you know, down before, but like, <laughs> I think a lot of us have changed as well during this time and we've really learned from each other. I think a really good part of this is that we get to talk. I think that's really important, like trying mm. new things and communicating and connecting with people. I don't think we would have connected in the way that we do in this podcast for not this year. Right. Mm. Um, and I think. I, I can see a tremendous growth in all of us in the way that we work, in the way that we interact, in the way that we play. Um, and I just wanted to like, you know, take a moment to like appreciate, like <laughs> it's showing, I think. Um, yeah, and for sure. it's awesome. And I cut Ali off. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna um, chuck it over to Ali. Cause I know you, you were mentioning before that you've got something that you like to do in mm. terms of, kind of staying stay healthy in that way as well. Mm. Well, um, my, my typical detox, I always give myself at least an hour or so a day to do something that kind of relaxes me. And I've got a short list of things that relax me. Uh, mm. I go to a gym every second day, uh, game uh, every once in a while when I get a chance. But another thing which I've managed to work into my regular day is um, instead of taking my car to work, I ride my motorbike. And I absolutely adore it. Just really, really relaxes me, no matter if it's I'm commuting to work or whatever it might be. So one thing I've found myself doing more and more since I'm um, working from home is I will do a commute, but it's more a, I know my local area, I'll do a lap of this like little circuit I have in my head, um, <laughs> stop, maybe get a bubble tea or something, and then yeah. come back and I can get straight into it, whether it's uni work, normal work, wherever it might be. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess it's a commute, but I'm not going anywhere. It's just to get into the right headspace. And it works really, really well for me. Mm, yeah, no. that's good. Yeah, it's a really good, uh, really good thing to point out. Yeah, I think just it's kind of breaking that, uh, breaking the cycle a little bit, I guess. Like you get into that kind of flow 
Um, and even though it's good to stay in your flow while you're working, like that's when people are most productive, you can't stay in it forever. Like that's gonna, you know, that's that's a surefire way to kind of burn yourself out a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, actually, uh, Jet, I know that you've recently um, taken on a little extra job. Um, yeah. So congratulations, <laughs> first of all, on the uh, on the extra role. Um, have you and you're going into the office every now and again? Is that right? Yeah, so I'm going into the office every week. Uh, I was in there at the start of this week, and now I'm working from home today, uh, which yeah. is cool. And then I'll uh, continue doing the same stuff as Ali on the weekends. So I get to do a bit of, bit of both for the moment, yeah. which is pretty cool. Yeah. Have you have you been um, putting in any any kind of healthy habits while you're going back and forth to the office? Uh, I have now. When uh, when this all started after this forecast, <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. I'm getting. I'm writing these all down. These are good. Um, I don't know, it kind of threw me around because commuting is like such a massive part of my day. Like I don't live near anything, so like three hours minimum out of every one of my days is travel. And so before all of this, when it was like we were always in store, so you're always traveling. I actually use that time. Like I would do stuff in that. I'd watch a movie. That was my time, or I'd get that work done, or like whatever it was. And as soon as we broke away from that and it was, well, I'm at home, I don't have to go anywhere. I got all this time back, but I also didn't know when to start because it was my, it was my free time and there was no connectivity. Like you couldn't, there's no Wi-Fi on trains, which come on Australia. We need Wi-Fi on trains. This is ridiculous. Right. Um, it's so bad. Um, but no one could text me. No one could do anything. So it's just my time. I can do whatever I want. Um, but then you're at home and you get up and oh, I don't really have to be anywhere today. I can kind of just do whatever I want. This thing just has to get done. And, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't a great time for me. I got everything done, but it wasn't, um, as regimented as I like. And so I had to really like start writing down a schedule and be like, no, at 9am I have to be at work and home is work, but like I need to be there mm -hmm. and then I need to leave at the end of the day. And so I kind of implemented that and then we got thrown back in store, which was cool. Uh, gave me a bit more scheduling back. Um, but I've always been at that bit of both because like as Ali, as I'm sure we're doing online classes for uni. And so you still have that online component of your life, even though you're back in the world. And like my new position now is, yes, I'm in the office, but then I'm also at home. So it's this hybrid sort of life, which I don't think is going to disappear anytime soon. I think it's just going to be something we have to deal with. Um, and so, yeah, you just have to get in that headspace. So this morning got up and I knew that 9am is when my first email is going to arrive at 9am. And so I didn't do anything before that, but then 9am, I was ready for that first email to arrive mm. and I'd start work. So open the email. Oh, look, there's a few there. Perfect. Okay. Let's, let's get to work. Yeah. Um, and just having that very mental that this is when work is a time, it's not a place. Um, mm. and then that's, that's kind of been pretty good for me. Same, same with uni, uni, this is a class day between this time and this time is a class time and you go do class. It doesn't matter where it is, whether it's at the desk, it's in bed, it's on the lounge, wherever it's a class time. But then as soon as that finishes, that time ends, it's whatever time you just change and you, yeah. you do that change, mm. um, which is much easier said than done, but it's, it's working <laughs> at the moment. So I'll let you know if I change again, but at the moment it's uh, it's going pretty well. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. that should remind me of something because during the that kind of hard lockdown period when we were all suddenly flying into working from home, um, one thing we did um, just as like our little New Zealand team is at nine o'clock every day we would all just get on a call together um, and we would just chat and like sometimes it was about what was coming up. Sometimes we were just kind of you know, just having a joke and just having a bit of a laugh for 15 minutes or, or half an hour. 
Um, and it's good because it kind of gets you in the, it's like a nice soft kind of entry into work when you're yeah. uh, working from, you know, working from home. Um, and I really kind of appreciate that. We all had our cameras on as well, so we could all mm-hmm. see each other. Uh, that was also a really important thing because you don't want to be just staring into the void. Um, yep. So yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was good. I'm I'm real proud of of the the Microsoft field team in general. Just uh, the way we handled that whole whole kind of period on every every level is really impressive. And uh, yeah, it's glad to be part of it. Yeah, it was really good. So we should uh, probably take it back to some products and talk about some uh, software and some features and stuff. So um, taking it back to Microsoft Teams, um, obviously Teams is like a huge part of of lockdown for everyone, a huge part of work from home still for a lot of people. Um, I know we all use it pretty much day to day, um, all through the day. Uh, and that's something that, um, like, I think is great that Microsoft's really thought about and said, you know, people are spending a lot of time in conference calls now. Um, they're spending all day connected to Teams, um, which is great that they're able to work in this kind of uh, digital environment. But um, they've lost that commute and the commute is like an important part like we've just we've just talked about so there's actually a virtual commute uh, feature that's going to be coming to team soon um i was reading into it and it looks pretty cool like it's quite a nice nice little add-on so the um the idea is that it's gonna encourage users to um first of all like make lists of um things that they've done both during the day and what they have coming up um uh, like tomorrow or, or later on in the week um and one thing that i thought was really interesting is ask them to rate their day which I thought I'd kind of throw open to you guys. Like, is that a good idea? Like kind of to rate your day and see, and actually sort of take the time to think about how your day went and did you did you get anything done? Like, is that, uh, like Jet, would, yeah. you, would you like to do that at your new job? Would you like to take 10 minutes at the end of end of the day and, and kind of rate it and see, you know, out of 10 or something, like how, yeah. how well it went? I think it'd be cool, yeah. Like I tried a few years ago, I tried this thing where at the end of every day I had to write down three things I did, three things I had to do the next day, and one thing I liked. And it could be anything. Like I liked lunch. Lunch was really good today. I had something that was delicious. Um, <laughs> and so that was like, it was actually really good. Like every day I could, you just feel like you've done something. Like yeah. everyone knows you do things all day, but it was like, hey, you know what? I did do a lot of stuff today. It was a really good day. Like I should feel good about that. Um, and the only thing that stopped me from doing that is just, it's just something else you've got to do every day. So you just forget, you get busy and whatever. And if this was just like built into teams and a part of the routine that mm. it's just there, like you don't have to do any extra work. It's not something you've got to go find that notebook and write it down. It's just there, just quickly put down a review. I think it's really good just for that mental side to just go, you know what? I got a lot done today. Or you know what? Today was terrible. But why was it terrible? Oh, I didn't, I didn't get to anything that I wanted to get to because I stuffed around on this thing. Okay, mm. well then tomorrow I need to change that. Um, so I would love it. Yeah, that'd be really cool. I'm, I, as soon as you said that, it's like, oh, you can do to-do lists and stuff. Like, I love lists. Yes, I'm going to be doing this every day now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of lists as well. But I like to, um, I write them like uh, analog <laughs> style. Oh, like, no, all digital. Yeah. No, it's all I'm... about the ding. When you finish, when you tick one off, it goes ding. Oh. Such a good feeling. <laughs> the best of both worlds. Uh, <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <prop. laughs> no, we're, we're all get we all for uh, prop placements. Um, and, uh, another um, and another thing was they've teamed up with Headspace for uh, guided meditation as well. So um, I guess if your if your commute is usually twenty five minutes, thirty minutes or something, you can do like a thirty minute 
uh, meditation or an hour meditation, but you know, um, and that could be kind of the equivalent of uh, taking that time to kind of wind down and, and transition from from work to, to home life. So um, yeah, I think it's a, it's a great um, a great add on and a great feature. Um, be really interesting to see how it goes when it comes out. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely be uh, definitely be trying it out. Um, and another oh, thing sure. um, that uh, it's kind of I'd, I'd say it's like the same. Uh, what's the saying? The other side of the same coin, I two guess. Two sides of the same uh, coin. Yeah. Two sides of the yeah, two sides of the same coin. Um, there's now <laughs> a productivity. Is that, is that right? <laughs> Questioning myself now. Um, the the productivity score is a new uh, a new dashboard that's become available for uh, businesses to um, see how their their move from uh, their move into like this digital work environment is actually going, mm-hmm. uh, and seeing if their new teams that they've kind of set up. Um, to work digitally are actually being uh, productive. So, um, uh, Ali, have you have you had a chance to? Did you take a look at this? Uh, a little bit, yeah. And um, I'm honestly a big fan of it. It, it stops <laughs> the um, uh, like. Don't get me wrong. I we've all done it at one point or another, including me. The um, making sure you're logged in and you don't time out, but you know, <laughs> just doing your own thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like we, we've all done it, but um, end of the day, it's really important that um, despite the change in circumstances, we try and maintain, you know, as much productivity as we used to be able to achieve just mm. in the different environment. Now, obviously, uh, you need some time to adapt going from one to the other, but it's important to at the very least see progress towards your productivity that you had previously. And I think this is an excellent way just to kind of nudge people in that direction. Right, mm. it's not it's not a forceful. Hey, that you you're less productive this week than you were last week, and yeah. then someone comes down on you. But it, it is a really helpful way to almost be retrospective about what was different this week compared to last week, whether mm. it's in terms of your headspace, uh, or just whether it's um, just in terms of the workload has changed, and just comparing how it was then to now, and working out a way to improve it. Right. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I think, yeah, you made a really good point because my first thought when I read about this was it's kind of feels a little bit like, you know, the boss watching you on CCTV <laughs> kind of thing or like kind of making sure that everybody's working their hardest, you know, at all times and, you know, and but it's completely not. That's not the idea. The idea is it's about making sure that um, everything's a lot more sort of um, productive, a lot more um, kind of eliminating the the kind of trimming the fat, I guess, um, making sure there's not like teams that have been, um, you know, let's say like two groups of uh, the same team having the same call twice a week, you know, maybe that's, that's kind of happened. Like that could just be one, you know, those guys are taking an hour to basically go over the same thing that they've already talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, yeah, just making those kind of adjustments. So I think it's a, yeah, a great, a great feature to have. Yeah. And I think um, I've, had the privilege of working within Microsoft for a a while. And I think a lot of this is backed on AI. Um, Mm. And we've had things like workplace analytics. And, um, you know, if you sign up using Cortana, you can get Cortana's daily briefing sent to your email. Um, We've got, you know, family safety that allows you to see what your sort of like, what your productivity levels are like, all of that stuff. And all of it's based on like the same fundamental principles of AI. And um, I'm, always for a 
digital intervention because I think that um, some people get, get a bit scared about it around like that all watching sort of big brother thing but it's really not like that on the end um, when you get those emails from workplace analytics or um, from Cortana it's really helpful it's sort of like oh mm. did you forget this because most of the time I did or <laughs> hey I, I see that you spent you know six hours talking to this person that's impromptu like maybe set up a, a meeting with them regularly like there's little suggestions mm. that happen that I don't pick up on and that's really interesting and it also helps identify like data is key data is power data is everything in a digital world and it's really hard if you're a manager or an organization to really check in on how people are doing and this it allows you to identify burnout and start conversations with employees around, you know, maybe it's not like, oh, you're not doing your work. It's like, hey, what's going in your life? You know, how can we manage things? Like maybe it starts to identify, you mm. know, the work schedule. Maybe someone needs to be a little bit more flexible. And I think through this time, through this year, a lot of um, people have had growth <laughs> mindsets and open, um, being very open with each other and melding together conversations with data and then mm. being able to make changes to make people more productive. I love that. It's it, I really see it as a tool to unlock pro- productivity and a tool to help teamwork. Um, yeah. Because without that, reality is we're all so disconnected that we do need to have like a holistic view across everything. We're not all in the same room. You can't walk through the office floor to check in on someone, whether or not yeah. they're at the meeting. There needs to be some sort of digital intervention to help have educated conversations about these to make changes which is what i really love about these tools and they're going to keep growing like you know news was uh, news came out about like spatial artificial intelligence um at ignite this year to help keep customers and people like physically distant as well like how do we enable technology like in our pockets to make sure that we're physically keeping space like spatial distance so i think all of it just gets better and better as ai and computing gets better but as also as we start to recognize you know what's important to people at the end of the technology Mm. um which is beautiful yeah 100 it's really interesting that you guys like i like i read the article but i took it from like a totally different perspective which is cool like that there's this one piece of tech that you can use for so many different things um Mm. the like the perspective that i saw which is just from talking to so many different business owners is a lot of people don't want to implement new software because they go i don't know if the team's going to use it or we've just we've just bought the whole 365 suite. Um, I don't know if everyone's actually getting the most out of it. And as soon as I, yeah, exactly. And so the and first thing I saw is is huge. It's mm. like there's no point paying for teams if the team isn't using it. And mm-hmm. so to be able to have a tool that goes, hey, you know what? Only 20% of our team is actually using Teams every day. We need to talk about this. Are they using a different platform? Are they using? Are they putting everything into a Word doc and everyone's just going to that every day to read off? Well, that's not as efficient as it could be. Um, and so, yeah, having these CEOs or small business owners or whatever to be able to go, you know what, we could use this better. Our team is not utilizing this to the full extent and everyone's remote now. I can't just go, hey, what do you think of the new Teams feature? Is this really good? Are our meetings useful? I can just see it now, which is just really, yeah. really cool. Does this coin mm. technically have like four or five sides now? Yeah, it's turning into a dice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think, and I think you made a really good point there that um, it's kind of completely scalable as well. And it's going to apply to every business from whether it's, you know, employs 10,000 people to employs, you know, five people. 
you know, if everybody's working from home um, and you don't have that kind of interaction, you're able to see how those people are talking to each other. Um, this is a great way to, to do it and to get the data to show how, how well it's going. Yeah, awesome. Um, so moving on from, um, we've, we've talked about a lot of, um, you know, kind of like almost like mental health, I guess, and staying mentally healthy. This week in the Under the Surface segment, we have um, our man Ali looking over the top five ergonomic accessories. Um, so let's jump over to that and check it out. Now, in this week's episode of Servicing Tech, we're going to be talking about five things you can put into your office or into your workspace, especially since we're all working from home still, um, to improve your flow. So they might be ergonomic, but they also might be um, to increase your productivity. All right, guys. So number one on my list of um, things to have in your home office, which will improve your flow and how you get things done, is an ergonomic keyboard. Now, me personally, I use the Surface ergonomic keyboard. Um, absolutely adore the thing, mainly because the whole idea behind it is um, it it puts less strain in your wrist and allows you to type consistently for longer periods of time. Um, it looks absolutely stunning. The keys are perfectly stabilized i absolutely love it uh so yes ergonomic keyboards in general and the surface ergonomic keyboard specifically absolute must have number two on my list is standing desks now um personally i don't have a standing desk at home but it's something i'm looking to invest into the whole idea of a standing desk is the fact that um because it uh, has the ability to rise up in elevation you can do your office work you can go on the computer you can do whatever you need to do but you do it standing now the benefits that this has is a uh, reduced uh, reduced strain on your back um, if you do get back pain from sitting down like I do when I sit down on the desk for long periods of time but the other one is standing um, burns more calories than sitting ever will so it also has the ability for um, the reduction of weight gain because of long periods of sitting and as we all know COVID I'm not the only one who's gained a few kilos since the beginning of COVID so you know get yourself a standing desk that's my advice to you in the same vein, gas monitor stands are equally useful to um, arrange your monitors so that it's the most ergonomic and productive for you. So me personally, in my office, I have a monitor that's horizontal and one that's vertical. Uh, the vertical one used for documents and the horizontal one used for more um, traditional computing. Um, extremely, extremely handy for getting everything even and um, equal to the height where you're not having to slouch down to see your monitors or look up as well again it's all about improving your posture um very very helpful i've got one myself and i absolutely adore it wireless chargers my pick for number four in um products which will help you in your flow in the office or your home office because of covid i absolutely adore my wireless chargers i cannot stand having um cables plugged in mainly because i am the oblivious person who will walk off with my phone um the cable so attached to it and pull the charger out of the wall damage ports on my devices i'm one of those people it's horrible i know but um absolutely love them you use it pop it on it'll charge take the device off no cables quickly check your phone put it back on absolutely adore these devices and cannot live without them 
rounding out our list with number five it's my surface pen now this also applies to um, windows inking enabled pens but personally i've got my surface go and i handwrite all my notes um, i find i can't retain information when i type it out uh, but i do retain it really well when i handwrite everything so for the last 18 months uh, for university i've been handwriting all my notes and i absolutely adore it um, surface pen to handwrite your notes you will be be able to work on your handwriting to speed up when you're writing out essays for exams for example and it will, it will just improve uh, your ability to, re to retain information i absolutely love my surface pen and being able to handwrite all my notes and then having um, one note sync across all my devices so that if i do need to view my documents on another device they're there and ready for me one note absolutely one of my favorite favorite features um, and accessories to have in a home office situation all right awesome awesome video ali nice work thank you, thank you. um yeah <laughs> some uh, some really good products there um and a couple that i haven't thought about or or um really seen before as well so um that's really good i think um like i've just got one one question for you uh is there as you were kind of doing your research for this and reading around about it and stuff was there like an area that um i guess like an area of your body that you wouldn't have really considered before um what you know that would actually get, kind of go under strain when you're using your tech well interestingly enough it's a it's a really basic stuff uh so mm. for example standing desk and get the the gas monitor stands you know so mm -hmm. you can manipulate monitors so they're perfectly ergonomic to use so you're not having to you know lean or anything like that it's it's stuff that i've never really had personally like i remember with my first computer it was too it was sitting too low to the desk and had no height adjust or anything mm. so i got those um those stacks of a4 papers and just stack them up. <laughs> I think I had three or four of them on this 19 yeah. inch monitor until it was just the right height. And that was <laughs> good enough. Um, so I, you know, I, and I thought it was an absolute genius doing this, but no, it's, there's a, it, there's a whole industry around making, um, making it as comfortable and ergonomic for you as possible to work mm. at the desk and still remain healthy and productive. And um, I, Oh, honestly, it kind of took me by surprise, and I didn't really know much about it until starting this job. Just because, be interacting with office workers every you know every day, mm -hmm. you really, really see that it's kind of necessary to their daily lives. And HR is always looking for new stuff to implement to increase productivity and reduce like people mm -hmm. home because of this, that, and the other. Yeah. So um. I didn't realize it was such a big industry until I really started this job and really delved into it. Mm. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. Well, yeah, I was going to ask because like, I've watched a ton of videos about Ergo Tech and there's some very unique looking <laughs> products out there, <laughs> um, which, which would have a bit of a, a learning curve to them. And some of them are quite expensive as well. So I was just wondering, like, out of your top five, what do you think is something that just like everyone could implement really easily? It could just be a little change they could make today that could help them for the next, yeah, forever. <laughs> I think, well, out of, out of all those five that I went through, four of them I use every day. Uh, the ones I found most easily implemented into my flow, uh, wireless charger, 
absolutely love it. I didn't realize how handy it would be until I actually got it. I'm the sort of person where when I get to my desk, my phone goes straight into charge and it's far off in the corner and occasionally it gets a, it gets a ring. But typically I just check it um, on my desktop because my phone's mm. connected to window, through Windows 10. But um, sometimes, you know, I, I might get a phone call and I, d I want to get up and take a walk anyway. I love just being able to grab it and walk off. Mm. It, it, you know, it's a small thing, just unplugging it. But the amount of times I've grabbed my phone and sent my charger flying with it is <laughs> horrifying. And I can't believe that I still do it to this day, but it, but it happens. The other one, which I found really, really easy to implement, uh, Windows inking. Um, I... I struggle to retain information when I type it out. All my note-taking is done through OneNote. Mm. Um, I handwrite everything on my um, um, Surface Go, and that's how I retain information, especially important information, like when I'm studying for exams, whatever it might be. Um, it is... To, it, it took me about an hour to get used to just where everything mm. is, you know, changing the thickness of the um, ink... So it's, you know, just right for me. But um, honestly, I cannot go back. I love the fact that it's not a notebook, which is in my bag. What, what happens if it get, gets wet? All my notes are ruined. Um, it's It syncs through all my computers. So no matter what I'm using, I can go from here to here. All my notes are still there. Um, no issues there. The one that took me a bit longer to get used to, but definitely glad I did, was ergonomic keyboard. Uh, I've got the Surface ergonomic keyboard. Um, absolutely adore it. It really puts a lot less strain um, on your wrists. And um, when you're typing for long periods of time, you know, writing four, five thousand word um, papers or uh, just quick emails, that sort of thing, I cannot use my mechanical keyboard anymore. I love it. I love it for gaming, and I wouldn't replace my Corsair keyboard for gaming. I mean, I've had it for the last six years. It's absolutely gross. <laughs> I'm so glad you guys can't see it. But um, uh, I absolutely love it for typing. And if I'm right, uh, if I'm typing for even any more than 100 words, I switch keyboards. Mm -hmm. uh, I absolutely love it. And the best thing about it being Bluetooth is it just sits there. It's always passively connected. Then as soon as I um, pull it out, it turns back on and I'm off. As soon as I'm done, nice. put it back, go back to my mechanical keyboard. Um, I loved what you said around spaces and HR around, you know, you know, the physical space. Um, I, you guys know, I love Surface. Mm -hmm. I'm the biggest mm. Surface nerd and fan ever. <laughs> and a huge part of Surface is actually designed around the spaces in which they're going to be used in. Um, and they partner really heavily with a company called Steelcase, which is a company that creates um, workplace furniture. And they mm. have some methodologies around, um, they actually have creative spaces around focus, um, around respite, around the type of work that you're going to be doing. Um, and they have really um, like really good information that backs up the type of work. But then I would say like, mm. you don't need a fancy see standing desk necessarily most people out of the last couple of years would have had a modern device which means that it will last a few hours you can put it on a kitchen bench and if you have a meeting that doesn't require you to like type a bunch of stuff like i recommend just getting out of your chair mm. because your body is what's getting you through 
every yeah. day and you just want to you know keep those glutes awake like all of that stuff you don't want to be <laughs> sitting down all day every day and i think a lot of these stuff are accessible if you don't have a keyboard and you maybe don't want the ergo keyboard grab a second keyboard like grab a, a bluetooth keyboard that's going to mm. get you a little bit more productive um if you need to get those a4 stacks of paper go do it like get, <laughs> get what's accessible to you as well um but i really love that and i'm so jealous of your ergo keyboard ali i want one so bad i've got the ergo mouse but i don't have the keyboard i need it <laughs> No, that was awesome. Yeah, it was really good to, because that's kind of like a different angle on everything, right? Just seeing, you know, kind of uh, what accessories are out there to to kind of look after your your physical well being as well while while using tech. Um, I think we've gone through some some great subjects, some great topics, talking about, um, yeah, just the those kind of habits, how you can break them, and those conversations you can have. Um, we've talked a lot about businesses and, um, you know, kind of what businesses have been doing to make sure their workers are, um, you know, working safely from home and are not uh, spending uh, too long working and getting burnout and fatigue and that kind of thing. Um, but we actually ha do have a great, uh, great product, uh, Microsoft 365 Family Safety, uh, which is all about um, looking at your, you know, your kind of more uh, immediate bubble, like your little uh, kind of group of uh, family at home. Uh, let's take a quick look at the video. Um, we'll, we'll jump over and check that out. With Microsoft 365, we're committed to empowering you to protect what matters most. That's why today, Steve and I are excited to talk to you about Microsoft Family Safety, a new app as a part of Microsoft 365 that helps protect you and your family in the physical and digital worlds, while empowering everyone in the family to start conversations and promote healthier habits. Microsoft Family Safety is now available on Android and iOS, with the free version giving you access to the digital safety features and basic location sharing. Families can unlock premium features including location alerts and drive safety by subscribing to Microsoft 365 Family. Start by staying better connected and gain peace of mind throughout the day by using the home screen to see a quick glance of what your loved ones are up to. Let's look at how a family can use this experience to gain more peace of mind throughout their day. You can see the total amount of screen time for apps and games across Xbox, Windows and Android, giving you a better sense of where they are spending their time online, regardless of what device they're on. You can tailor limits based on the understanding of how you spend time on your device and what's right for you and your family. You can set time limits on specific apps, which will also send a reminder to them when their time is almost up. Kids can respond and request more screen time, and you can also set different time limits on the weekend. Parents can help make their children make the right decisions when it comes to content. With content filters, you can set up some guardrails to make sure kids ask for approval before downloading an app or a game that's over a specific age limit from the Xbox or Microsoft Store. We don't want to create new ways for families to limit their loved ones, but help them start a conversation on what type of content is right for them. For parents looking for peace of mind, that includes websites that kids might be accessing online. Use web and search filters to make the internet a safer place for kids to explore. With Microsoft Edge, you can block mature content, turn on safe search, and pre-select kid-friendly websites that they can visit or filter out any unsafe ones. Parents and kids have access to activity reports along with weekly screen time. So you can see the top websites as they visit, online search terms, and understanding what's occurring in their digital world. Microsoft Family Safety. 
designed to help you protect your family's online and physical safety all in one app, and to help empower you to foster conversations around building healthier digital habits. Okay, there we go. It's, um, it looks like a really, really good uh, piece of software. Um, I know Mesa, you, you've been all over this. Um, so give me your, your 30 second kind of elevator pitch on what family safety is and how it can help us. Awesome. Um, so Microsoft Family Safety is a new app to Android and iOS that helps keep you and your loved ones protected in your digital and physical worlds. And can you tell that I've spoken about family safety lots? <laughs> and in a, in a nutshell, essentially, um, Microsoft Family Safety has been um, like a tool that we've had for a while. It's been web-based and we've had mm. protection features within Xbox and Store and all of that stuff. But it's an app that's part completely free, um, but there are premium features available if you have the Microsoft 365 family subscription. Um, and it melds together your physical and digital world. So like you saw in that um, animation video, it helps you keep your kids protected when it comes to age-restricted content, um, apps downloaded from the apps um, Microsoft store as well as the Xbox store um, and things like making sure that they're not um, looking at Reddit if they're not you know, if they're nine kind of thing like little, little things it's good like, advice yeah, right? um, thank you um, <laughs> And it also allows you to get activity reports. Um, and if you live in a country like Australia, New Zealand, I'm so sorry, Luke, you don't have this. You have driver <laughs> safety where if you have, you know, teenagers that are on the road and learning how to drive, it gives you an additional layer of, you know, checking how many times they've been on their phone while driving, which is a no-no. Mm. Um, and um, how many times they've broken really hard and all of that stuff, which I guarantee you my mum would have loved to have. It is family safety, but also for me, I've got three grown women in my family, my mum and my sister and I, mm. I don't need to know where they are all the time, but I do use this for my girlfriends to keep them protected when they're out and about. Um, so my family is a group of, you know, four girls that I call my family and yep. we're all the same age, but you know, sometimes I'll say, you know, text me when you get there. I don't need that because it has location, um, arrival notifications. And that was more than 30 seconds, but I think the first part <laughs> was like the, the token line. Um, yep. but I, it, definitely check it out. Um, I think it's a really great way. We've spoken about the macro and the big, vast, you know, digital safety and all of that stuff. This is a really good way to start conversations with your family and your loved ones. Start conversations with yourself. Um, mm. It's a free application. A lot of the free, um, a lot of the features are available to you. So even if it's just for you to check it out and maybe take on some learnings, that's awesome. Um, but I do want to know from you guys, Ali, Jet, Luke, like a little anecdote yeah. about family safety. Um, maybe we should start a little podcast family safety group. No, I won't. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> so you can do it on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we've arrived. Yeah, we've arrived. No. <laughs> but yeah, no, Jet, I know that you have um, some stories around family safety. Yeah, well, this was actually from one of the sales guys out in the, the uh, out in the stores at Strand Morris. Uh, if he if he happens to watch this, um, <laughs> and it was an angle I never looked at for family safety. So, like as you said, it's great, and um, you can track what people are doing and see what they're up to. And like the driving stuff just came out of nowhere, and that's awesome. That's so cool. And I hope that Microsoft continues to add these really bizarre but amazing features. Mm -hmm. um, but one that I just never thought about was. He was talking to a customer and they were talking about Game Pass and how great it is and um, there's all these games and the customer had a few young kids he wanted to get into gaming, which is great, cool, more people on Xbox. Um, <laughs> he was a little concerned about 
what what games like he hadn't gamed in a while so like what games going to be good for kids and so of course he went through age restrictions we can just make sure they have g games or pg whatever you're comfortable with um you can make sure that they can buy stuff but it's up to you about if they actually spend money and how much uh which is cool which is cool gives you that control but the thing he said was it allows you to see what games they're playing so that you can talk to them about their favorite things Mm. and i went wow okay it's not just about are they playing the right games it allows you to connect with them so he goes Mm. so if your son's playing minecraft and you have no idea what Minecraft is, like he hadn't gamed in a while, you could go check it out and then go talk to him about it. Or you could go learn how to play it and then play it with him. And this app would enable that. And that just blew me away. Like that's better like physical connection from an app that's designed to just keep you informed. Similar to that is like you can see search terms. So if something comes up and it requires you to have a conversation it's really great that you're able to, I, I really don't like, I think there's maybe potentially a negative connotation when it comes to like looking into what your kids are doing, but really yeah. like the digital world is quite scary and um, education and, and conversation is really important. Um, and yeah, like that is a really interesting way to look at it. It's just like, I, I, I couldn't tell you what kids game, I could actually, I play a lot of kids games, but if I was a parent that wasn't, you know, into gaming, like it's hard, right? You just probably, mm. the kid would say, oh, I want this game, let's go buy it. And because you're yep. an adult at the counter, they'll let you buy an MA15 game. And yep. you don't know potentially that your kids just made you pay for an MA15 game. That mm. an extra layer of conversation be like, you know, is this right for you? Yeah. Um, mm. And everyone's a little bit different. I love that. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, it's just, mm. yeah, like yeah, another way to just connect with people enabled by this, which is just, yeah. Mm nice yeah awesome how about you ali do you have any uh any stories around this this area uh for me it was uh it was more on the flip side i had very devious siblings who uh (laughs) 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 my my siblings were intro so i was the uh, i was the oldest in the house and i was always the techie so so um, you get to uh, control uh, the parameters yeah, yeah, basically. my So one thing my siblings used to do was mum used to, when I was growing up, it was always one hour a day on the weekends that I'd be able to game. No more than that. Okay? And I, I thought that was a bit restrictive. But hey, <laughs> I was a kid. Of course, I'm going to think that's restrictive. Um, as, soon as, my, as soon as I started growing up, that restriction went out the window for my brothers. Uh, so they're playing nonstop. All, all, yeah, yeah, this is yeah, so yeah, I, I'm I, the oldest. Yep. <laughs> it, it, it went out the window. And they were particularly bad um, at night. So school night, mum's like, okay, everyone into bed by nine o'clock obviously i was a bit older didn't apply to me but my siblings would wait till everyone else had gone to bed and then hop back onto the xbox onto the Mm. whatever it might be (laughs) so um i i was the one who who had to set up certain parameters built into the router to make sure that certain devices (laughs) internet timed out um up between periods of time uh it, my siblings hated me. Mum loved me. Mum thought I was a <laughs> massive genius. Um, but having having that sort of stuff and just making it more accessible is yeah. always a big bonus. Because while everything I did was kind of built into the router, it was quite easy to do. It was quite easy for me because I knew they existed. For uh, Even to this day, I still get people who don't know any of these features exist and come to me with these problems. I'm like, this has existed forever. 
yeah mm-hmm. but um having it more accessible and all within an easily navigatable app by a big well-known company like microsoft which you yeah you lose you lose the kind of connotation of is this a dodgy app or not downloading from the app store or play store is a massive bonus which is so mm. important when you're talking about your loved ones you've hit the mm. nail on the head ali i mm. love that awesome all right that was good that was a really good i think like an hour maybe conversation yeah i um, really enjoyed it yeah it was awesome uh, for anyone out there who's listening remember to uh as always keep to keep it locked into uh, expert zone for all the latest uh, news stories accreditations all that free stuff competitions all that good stuff from microsoft um thanks for listening and uh, we'll see you guys very soon goodbye okay.